I had a clear view of the end result, how the platform should look like, what the functionality should be. And the idea was so big. I mean, it's like you want to build a Rolls Royce that can fly around the world. <laughs> and, and then during the process, you have to constantly reduce the scope. You have to constantly cut off pieces and pieces and pieces. And at the end, you end up with a compact car. Hello and welcome to the 25 Days of Transformation series, where we talk to industry experts and global brands about the highs and lows of digital transformation. We'll learn from real-world business examples, get first-hand industry insights from the digital experts, and we'll take a deep dive into what trends to look out for in the coming months. I'm Tizzy Philp, Strategic Content Lead here at Valtech, and I'm here to guide you through these conversations and to uncover the latest and greatest in digital. Today, I'm joined by Daniel Schwab, CEO of Valio, a Swiss-based fintech startup founded in 2019 with an ambition to create more transparency in the financial markets. Valio operates a digital financial marketplace for bond issuing and combines that with a team of financial market experts from a Swiss credit and capital markets. In doing so, they're bridging the worlds of established personal financial advice with a frictionless digital platform that takes care of the day-to-day and the end-to-end processes. So, Daniel, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Disrupting the traditional bond-issuing market obviously requires changing the status quo. The industry is famously characterized by strict gatekeepers and a lack of transparency. So perhaps we could start by you telling me a little bit about yourself, your experience, and why you started Valio. Um, that's a very good question. I'm being asked that for uh, by all of, of our customers. I'm actually I'm a former group treasurer. I uh, used to work at Swisscom, which is the largest uh, telecommunication company in Switzerland. And uh, there I did some uh, 20 uh, bond transactions in the domestic and uh, international markets. Uh, and these markets, especially in, the, in Switzerland, the market has been unchanged for some decades and is still strongly dominated by, by a few banks. So I, I thought that uh, um, it, it's time to change. And that was my first motivation to, to go into digitization. As a person, I'm 57 years old. I'm living in Bern, Switzerland, together with my wife. I have two sons, 18 and 21 years old. In my private life, I love mountaineering, snowboarding, mountain biking. Um, in other words, I'm excited about exploring and extended boundaries. That's fantastic. And so nice to hear a personal, a personal interview. We haven't heard that from anyone else. So thank you for adding that. You engaged with Valtech from the very beginning. So how, has, how have you found working with an agency and how has that helped you to realize your ideas and ambitions? If you have an idea and, and I mean, you know exactly how, how you want to end up, but you have a lack in, in the whole process. You don't actually know how to develop your idea into reality. And that's uh, when Valtech came into the, into the picture, um, as you said before, they were in the uh, process at the very beginning, and it was quite a coincidence that we started this Valtech. A friend was introducing me to Valtech, and then the discussion started. 
and I told uh, the person uh, of my idea and, and then we, we started to build visions and it was very interesting to start uh, having somebody who had the same way of thinking and have had the same way of changing things. And then Valtox supported us really from the very beginning, not only in the development of the idea of building of the platform, but also in building our company. So as I mean, we started from a green field, we didn't ha have anything at all. So we really had to build everything from scratch. And Waltec was not only a developer of a technical solution, but was also a developer of, of yeah, building a company. And, and this was very, very helpful for us as, um, as a group treasury, you're not very experienced in, in building a company. So having somebody uh, along your side who helps you doing that was very helpful. So Baltic is really a great uh, partner with great know-how and execution power. You know, I, I work with a lot of consultants who have a lot of theories. they producing hundreds of pages of PowerPoints, but Valtex was really hands-on helping to realize my idea. And let's dive a little bit deeper into that idea then. How did you come up with the idea to digitalize the bond issuance process? Yeah, as I, as I told you at the very beginning, um, I did some 20 transactions in the domestic market and um, a friend of mine who he's, he's also at Wally, he's now uh, responsible for the development of the product, Stefan, we, 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 we did those transactions together and we quickly realized that, I mean, this market has not been changed for 20 years, so we quickly realized that there is a lot of inefficiency in the process. I mean, we had a lot of discussions with the bank. We had a lot of email exchanges and then uh, uh, meetings. So it was very inefficient. But even worse, the whole market is fully transparent. I mean, Swisscom raised uh, uh, hundreds of millions in the bond market, but they didn't know who the investors were at the other side. And the banks refused to give us the names of the, of the investors. So an investor relationship could not be established. Mm -hmm. So inefficiency in transparency and addition, the whole thing was quite expensive. Uh, I mean, to do a transaction, this takes maybe two hours, but you pay quite a high fee to do that. So this gave us um, you know, the motivation to change something. So we started discussion with the banks and obviously the banks were not willing to change anything. So we had to do it on our own. And then we started the project within Swisscom uh, with a digital business unit. Uh, and, and yeah, that's, that's how the whole thing developed. And um, it really came out of a personal experience we did in the old way of doing business. And uh, this was our motivation. Great. So recognizing a, a, a need and acting on it. Right. I think people will be interested in how you started. What were the first steps that you took to establish value in that case? It started, actually started four years ago, so quite quite a time ago. You work in Treasury. You first have to convince your, your boss, the CFO, to give you a budget to develop uh, the idea. And, and difficult was that, I mean, Swisscom is the largest telecommunication company. Their largest customer are banks. So if, if you then convince, try to convince your CFO to give you a budget with the goal to actually start competition with, with your largest customers is the first really challenge you, you have to face. But we, we got the budget. Then we started to do a proof of concept, very basic, and discuss it with that uh, digital business unit. They were very open to discuss that idea. Um, and so the whole thing started. Then you have to have a consultant, obviously. That's when Walter came in. So it really started very slowly. 
and then we had a lot of discussions with other issuers, with other investors who basically confirmed that we are on the right right path on in adding more transparency, adding more efficiency into the market. So it was a, started four years ago. It was a very long process, uh, which which ended up uh, basically like beginning of this year when we we finished the, the basic version of the platform. So it was a quite a long process, quite a lot of hurdles to to overcome, but at the end it uh, it paid out. <laughs> and I think as we go through this conversation, we'll start talking about the challenges that you've come up against and, and things. But I'm interested now, now that you're four years down the line, what are the signs of success for you? What have the results been so far? The biggest success was actually doing the first transaction. We started discussion with customers uh, early this year and we did our first transaction in yeah, early this summer. And as far as I know, this was actually the first fully digital bond transaction, I think even worldwide. Just to get the confirmation that the whole thing, the platform works, was the first big success. Then uh, shortly afterwards, we did a second transaction with Swisscom, the former employer. So this was the proof of the, of the concept was, was done. And now we are in the market really hoping to do further transactions. But this was basically a big success. I mean, really, you know, you have an idea, you start four years ago, you put a lot of work into it, and then finally you get a result and you can say, wow, it works. That must be the most amazing feeling. Yeah, right, right. So let's think about how you've got here then, the challenges that you've come up against along the way. I'm interested in what the most difficult moments have been and perhaps what advice you'd give to others who are looking mm. to take a similar step. Yeah, there were many difficult moments, but I mean, I think the, the most difficult moment was if you have an idea, you have a clear view of the end result. In our situation, I had a clear view of the end result, how the platform should look like, what the functionality should be. And the idea was so big. I mean, it's like you want to build a Rolls Royce that can fly around the world. <laughs> and and then during the process, you have to constantly reduce the scope. You have to constantly cut off pieces and pieces and pieces. And at the end, you end up with a compact car. So this sacrifice of features, feature by feature, is, is very painful. But you have to overcome that. I mean, you have budget limitation, and you have time limitation. You cannot do everything you want to. So you have to make decisions on a daily basis. What is important? What is really important for your customers? What is less important? Then you have to start to sacrifice and to cut off uh, pieces by pieces. But at the end, you really have to be convinced that the end result will be good enough to go to market. And I can't say now, looking what we have uh, realized, uh, I mean, I'm very satisfied and very proud with the end result. Even it's only compact car, but we still have time and potential to further develop and improve our platform. Of course, this is just the start. So right. there's so mm -hmm. much more that can be done. And, and how about we look at that roadmap? What's next for you? What are the, the next plans and what challenges do you foresee in the coming months? The first challenge is to really prove to the market that we, we can do transactions on a regular basis. So we did two transactions, that's fine, but we have not 
prove to the market and our potential customers that we are a serious player in the market. So the banks still are extremely dominant. And obviously, I mean, the banks start to realize that there is a small startup coming up into the market and it might somewhere in the future become a competitor, but they're still very dominant. And today, building the customer base is, is a, a huge challenge. We have... You know, you need you need investors on one side and you need issues on the other side. And it's a, it's a classical chicken and egg situation. Issues want to see a large investor base before they come to the platform and the investors want to see transactions being done. So it's 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 very difficult to 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 build that custom base on, on that chicken and egg situation. And obviously, I mean, the current corona pandemic does not make uh, things easier. Customer especially issues are faced with with many other risks and and uh, uh, challenges and if then you come as a platform and say look um, why don't you do your transactions over platform you you might add new risks to them and today in that situation it's very difficult to convince them to leave the traditional safe way of doing business and make a transaction via that digital platform so this is really a difficult situation we are in, but I'm absolutely convinced that we we we, we gonna succeed. It's it's a question of time, and it's also a question of convincing and persuading your your shareholder who is actually giving you the money that the whole thing takes much more time than anybody could expect. I mean, I remember when we did the business plan. I mean. The business plan after two years we were break even and and uh, revenues would jump up off to the sky and in reality it always takes much longer than than you would like so um this, this, these are basically the challenges get the customers on the platform and then really getting track into the market in order to become a, a real serious competitor to the banks knowing what you know now would you have approached this differently if you could do it all over again no, I don't think so. I probably would try to realize it faster than we did. The whole project around what was quite big and it took us a long time from idea to realization. There are many other platforms trying to, to get a footprint into the market. Speed is very important and every month you can come to the market early is a month you, you, a month you, you win. And that's that's maybe something that would, would do differently. Mm. I would maybe do it a little less complicated. I mean, the whole project was really it was big, it was complicated, a lot of processes. I would probably try to do it more slimmer, less people involved. <laughs> more streamlined, and, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And more, you know, faster decisions, less discussions, do something without, you know, having twenty hours of discussions. So that's that's a I think the learning points are it doing things quicker, less, uh, less discussions, uh, more efficient. I'm interested, knowing that your, your background is in uh, the financial markets, that you've worked in this industry for a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in, you mentioned the dominance of the banking sector, how these massive incumbents are still so dominant and so inflexible due to the, the nature of the work that they're involved in. It makes sense that they'd be inflexible. But I'm wondering what you think the future of the financial services industry is as a whole. 
do you think the status quo can ever be changed or do you think these incumbents will remain operating as they are for a long time yet? Well, I don't think they will remain as they are. I think there will be a distinction between plain vanilla transactions and really custom-made specialized transactions. Mm-hmm. And I think the banks will always play an important role, if not the sole role, in, in, in structuring transactions, complicated transactions. But if it comes down to really plain vanilla transaction and the bond market is to 90% is a plain vanilla market, uh, there they will lose they will lose market share, definitely. Or they will find a way of, you know, digitizing their own process. I mean, if, if I look at their IT budgets they have, Perea, a, a large bank like UBS or Credit Suisse, I mean, they, building, a, building a platform is not rocket science. It's a question of time, a question of, of putting money into it. And they would have possibility to do that. But for, for the reason that, I mean, they still want to protect their revenue streams and they still earn a lot of money with, with bond transactions. They are not willing to change, and the risk they face is that in the startups like like Valio or others might take over their, their market share. Mm. But I think for for really complicated transactions, the structures will still be done by the banks also in ten years from now. My final question then is: What legacy do you hope to leave with Valio, and what personal legacy do you hope that you can leave? <laughs> it's funny when we, we developed the brand Valtech was showing some design ideas and there was one play at the wall of Wall Street I said I mean mm. that's where you want to go being a play in Wall Street no my dream my dream actually is that Valio can establish itself as a platform in the domestic and international capital markets and play an important role there um, that's definitely a, a dream I have but uh, this is only the beginning. I mean, our, our vision is much bigger than that. But uh, I mean, this is probably a story for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us and for talking us through everything that you've created at Valio. I know it's still early days, but so much has happened already and incredibly exciting to hear what happens when we move beyond those first two transactions. So congratulations, and hopefully we can uh, catch up with you again in a couple of years' time and find out what the progress has been. Great. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the 25 Days of Transformation series from Valtech Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, then why not subscribe and keep up to date with all of the episodes in this series and a whole host of insights from the Valtech Cafe back catalogue. And if you'd like more information about what we do or to get in touch, why not visit us at valtech.com to find out the details. Until next time, thanks for listening.